girl. Welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're going to talk about something that I think is really going to resonate. It's this idea that when fear or anger or stress or even loneliness that kind of comes up when you feel like you're misunderstood, like when that comes up for you, what do you actually do? And I want to talk about how leaning into the hard rather than numbing it or avoiding it or bolting from it can actually really serve you. So I'm excited about this topic, but first I got to give you a little life update because I'm actually recording this episode on our last day of our two-week trip that my husband Cena and I took in Thailand. I'm coming at you from the Bangkok hotel. (laughs) And I just want you to know, because I do think of us like we're girlfriends and you know, we've been doing this podcast for four years. Maybe you've been listening in for hundreds of episodes or you're brand new here, but I'm now a tat girl. (laughs) Like I got my first tattoo. My husband and I got matching tattoos. It's got a really cool meaning behind it. it was both of us, you know, our first time ever getting a tattoo. And we're like, let's do it on our last day of this trip. So head over to Instagram because obviously I can't like show you the tattoo here through the podcast. So head over to Instagram, check out the pictures that I just posted. Um, but I'm just really, really excited. And I mean, I highly recommend if you happen to be going on a honeymoon soon, like just do a marriage chat. Like it's a cool thing. I feel like we should start a trend. Anyway, okay. Beside the point, I want to be super real with you on this podcast. And I do think of us like we're girlfriends chatting. So I want to tell you that prior to this trip, Cena and I were crushing things work-wise, but we were feeling like a little bit more disconnected than usual. So just for context, I had my first big live event in Power Her Live. I know hundreds of you were there, which was absolutely incredible. I am getting asked to speak at a lot more events, which is a really big focus for me for the remainder of this year and going into 2023. Like I just really want to connect in person with women. And Jackie and I, my best friend, if you don't know who works with me, we uh, have been talking a ton about how to really focus on in-person pop-ups as well, like mini pop-ups for 2023. And we're just getting a ton of clarity around direction of the podcast and the focus. And we already um, you know, have dates for Empower Her Live 2023, which will be in Denver, Colorado, Mark your calendars proactively right now. It's September 22nd through the 24th. Tickets are not even on sale yet, but like mark it on your calendar so you know it's coming. Um, Because if you thought this year was epic, next year is going to be even better. I'm so excited. But beside the point, you know, things were going great career-wise for me. And then Sina is now spearheading all of our real estate stuff. We just launched our first Airbnb called Peach House. We started to get some incredible bookings for it. And if you haven't heard about this property, Peach House, we actually made an Instagram account. You can go to peachhouse.denver so you can see pictures of the house. But basically, we designed it for girls trips, bachelorette parties. Actually, a booking that we just got yesterday is for people that are getting ready for a wedding, which is 
so exciting because I love the whole experiential part of Airbnb. Anyway, you can go check out the Instagram about that. And then our quadplex that we have, we are flipping from long-term rentals into midterm rentals for traveling nurses, which is uh, our quadplex in Denver. So anyway, needless to say, career stuff is going super well. But before we left for this trip, it felt like there was a little bit of disconnect. And this is going to sound weird, but I know some of you will really get this on a personal level. Both Sina and I come from divorced families. So we didn't have marriages modeled to us, like, you know, from our parents. And sometimes when you're the one that's going first, creating a marriage that you wish existed and you don't really have a rule book, you're just kind of trying to figure out your own path. It's super exciting because you get to create whatever you want and you don't have any examples that you're like, oh, I'm going to do it differently than that because you didn't grow up with what you want. But sometimes it's also like you're literally charting a path in real time if you're doing something really different from what you were modeled and it can feel overwhelming. You know what I mean? Well, that being said, you know, we're moving into this season and we've been having a lot of conversations around how after this trip to Thailand, I really want to focus on my health and starting to prepare my body for us starting the whole like fertility journey. I guess that's what I'd say. I don't even know the words yet. I need to buy all these books. You know, like preparing my body so we can start thinking about trying to make a baby in the spring, which is very exciting. Um, But, you know, as we're in that season of life, I really just wanted us to feel super solid in our marriage, which I will tell you, if you right now are in a season with your significant other or, you know, whatever, you're married and you haven't gone on a trip just solo, like maybe you don't have the luxury of taking two weeks off like we did and going to Thailand, although I highly recommend that and hugging some elephants is just so good for your soul. But like if you haven't done that with your significant other, like making it a priority and just getting to have that alone time to slow down has been so incredible for us. And I just want to like give you that little nudge if you're looking for it. But needless to say, we've been talking a lot about being in this season. And we've been married for seven months, but we've been together for 14 years. And the last year and a half has actually been a really tough one in our relationship, a little bit more difficult than the other 14. And if you've been around for a while, you know, we've made lots of transitions in our life and we've navigated a lot of change. But the last year and a half was a lot of change. Some of it really good change, like epic growth business-wise, Cena leaving dentistry to start real estate, us moving from Austin, where we lived before, to Denver, meeting so many incredible friends right away after we got married, and then some hard stuff, like Cena lost his dad, and some other stuff going on with his family that I'm not going to get into. But needless to say, I'm sure you can connect with the fact that when there's a lot of change even if a lot of it is really good, it still kind of rocks your equilibrium. You know, like you don't really feel that stable and you've got to find that stability in a new way with different circumstances. So all of that backstory leads me to what I wanted to talk to you about today, which is leaning into the hard rather than resisting it and how leaning into the hard can create growth and depth of connection to yourself. And in my case, you know, in my marriage, so much more than those seasons where everything feels like you're crushing it. Like when it feels hard, you just learn more. You know what I mean? Like even seasons in your career, I'm sure you can attest to this, where like when you're just like crushing it, you're like, oh yeah, moving up the ladder or like whatever, you know, maybe you're a teacher and you're like, I feel like I've got my groove. Like you're excited about it, but you don't learn as much as when it just feels like there's some resistance. So my question for you today is when fear 
or anger or stress or loneliness that comes up from feeling like you're misunderstood, when that comes up for you, what do you do? Because for me, I used to like to bolt, reframe, which can be really good, but can also be really bad if you don't let yourself experience any negative emotions, or I could get irrationally emotional. And, you know, my coping mechanism, all of those coping mechanisms really combined together into this real dangerous trifecta that came from early childhood. And, um, you know, this desire to want to leave a situation that I can't control by leaving it mentally, reframing it, or getting really, you know, irrationally emotional. So it's almost like I'm a different person or physically leaving, like bolting out of the situation or, you know, doing those things, I guess, was really just so that I felt like I could protect myself. Especially after I was around someone in my family who struggled with addiction. It just felt like that was what I needed to do when things felt unstable. I needed to leave so I could help myself feel safe. And while I don't do that as often now, (laughs) I do sometimes notice that these childhood coping mechanisms have carried into my adult life. And I've got to be really careful that I don't keep repeating those patterns because now I'm a 33-year-old grown-ass woman who wants to be a mom soon. So like, I really want to make sure that I'm showing up in the world in a way that I'm really proud of myself for. So I do a lot of work on myself. And I'm not, you know, like, you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, like this is a come with me, let's figure this out together type of podcast. Like I don't try and have all the answers or tell you that I like never freak out on my husband or I never like say the wrong thing. Of course I do. I'm a human, not a robot right? I guess I just want to be the person that reminds you in case you need the reminder that you might have coping mechanisms that you're not really proud of that might have actually once worked for you. Or maybe they were what you needed to do to survive or protect yourself. But those coping mechanisms probably aren't working for you anymore. And if you start to notice the patterns that might be continuing on in your life and how this affects you in different aspects of your life, whether it is in your career or your marriage or your health goals or your friendships like or your female friendships, like your mental health, once you notice that it's a pattern, then you can actually change it. And I really think it can serve you if you're learning about yourself and you also are doing life with another person, whether you're in a relationship, a long-term relationship, or you know, you're know you married, right? Like figuring this out about yourself and helping your significant other figure this out about themselves, like that's gonna make you so much closer. It's not gonna feel comfortable, I'll tell you that firsthand, but it's really, really important if you wanna feel that depth of connection that I know you're craving, you know? Here's the thing. I know that you care about your health and you want energy. And right now is probably a season of life where you're running around like a crazy person. You've got a lot of things on your to-do list. You're trying to balance it all. Maybe you are juggling a business or you're raising tiny humans or you're traveling a ton. Like it's a lot. But one thing that I think can make it easier is finding products that can support your health goals that are super convenient that you can actually trust. And a company that has an entire product line that I've been using for years, literally, they were the first ever podcast sponsor of the show. I reached out to them because I was like, I've been using their products for years and I wanted to make sure that you could get a sweet discount. The company is called Organifi. Hence the name, 
Organifi, everything in their product line is organic. (laughs) And it actually has no more than three grams of sugar in any of their products. And I use a ton of them. So does my husband, Sina. But the one product that I want to tell you about today specifically is their green juice. Because green juices are sold to you everywhere. And I've tried so many green juices. And I used to think I wasn't a green juice kind of girl because they all taste like you were literally licking grass. And as much as I care about my health and convenience and supporting my energy and all of that, like I don't want to drink something that tastes like nasty grass and like plug my nose. I'm a 33-year-old woman. So try Organifi green juice. The taste is so good. But Honestly, as a first thing in the morning type of thing, it helps you detox your body, can lower your cravings, reduce your stress, like help you balance out your cortisol, just kind of reset you in the morning. That's what I'm actually going to start doing when we get back from Thailand is I'm just going to have it first thing in the morning. I used to blend it in with my shake, but I just want to have it alone because I really like the taste of it. It's got 11 different superfoods, but the three that I think are the coolest are Moringa, which has been nicknamed the miracle plant for its ability to nourish and fight diseases. It's loaded with a bunch of vitamins and minerals, all your essential amino acids, antioxidants. It's detoxifying, anti-inflammatory, hormone balancing, and supports your digestive health. And then there's ashwagandha, which I just love the word, but it also helps with giving you a healthy response to stress and maintaining normal cortisol levels which are really important. And chlorella, which is freshwater algae. And the reason I like this is because it just sounds like it's good for you, which it is, with a bunch of vitamins and nutrient-rich minerals, antioxidants, but it doesn't taste gross. Like it, it tastes super good. You can't tell that there's like algae in it, but it's also a good liver supporter. So if you like a spicy margarita or a glass of wine or two or three during the holiday season, this can help. It also helps remove heavy metals and pesticides from your body. So pretty sweet. Anyways, I use their green juice. I use their pure. I love their chocolate gold for a nighttime little like yummy treat. We use their protein. So go check out all of their products. DM me if you have any questions. But if you go to Organifi.com slash Keisha, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash Keisha, you can use code Keisha. And right now you actually get 25% off with my code. Um, So go check it out. Let me know what you think. And without further ado, let's dive back into the show. And I also do want to remind you, friend to friend, that if life feels shitty right now or just really hard for you, that doesn't mean you're alone. A lot of people are feeling the way that you're feeling. It just means that you're human. That's part of the human experience, but it won't feel like this for forever. And truly, my intention with this episode is not to try and fix this season for you and try and make you instantly feel happier. Because while some things like death or uh, you know a, an infertility journey or just things that are just so heavy and hard, they just freaking suck. Like I can't do anything to help you change that. But I do believe that sometimes there are hard seasons in your friendships or your marriage or your career or in your mental health, your physical health. Those seasons can teach you something and result in awareness and growth that other seasons that aren't hard cannot provide. And while I know for me, this default tendency that if I'm scared or I don't feel stable or if my body doesn't perceive like safety, I want to bolt or get irrational or reframe it. But when I don't, like when those feelings pop up and I choose to instead get curious and lean into the hard and, you know, ask myself better questions and remind myself that I'm safe in my own body and I'm safe in my marriage and in my friendships and my career and all of this, like when I remind myself of that, I can calm down my internal nervous system and I can learn a lot. 
just like my husband's default tendency is to avoid, right? And just to avoid confrontation or a hard conversation because that's how he coped through his childhood. So I've got to be aware of his own coping mechanisms and how they manifest into his adulthood too, because like we are on a team, we're doing life together. I mean, we just got matching tats, you know, like we're in this for forever. And, and truly, you know, what I've noticed when I don't bolt and I force myself to sit in the discomfort and trust that I can handle this, handle the negative emotions or whatever thoughts are coming up from a tough conversation even, I always feel better, not in the moment, but after. So I just want to encourage you to lean into your version of hard because we first have to acknowledge that these coping mechanisms are coming up for us because it feels easier Who actually wants to lean into hard? Like our primal brains are trying to keep us safe in our familiar thought patterns and our familiar coping mechanisms. They're not trying to have us jump into leaning into something hard. Like it's not like, hey girl, like this feels like this is going to suck. So let's just stay here instead of defaulting to that coping mechanism that's in your back pocket that used to work for you for years. Like being irrational or reframing it to avoid the lesson or, you know, bolting, those are all my versions of an easy button to press. But I know I want a great life. I want great relationships. I want depth and connection, like on a really real level. I want to be a human that I'm proud of. And I know you do too. So if I choose to not sit with negative emotions, or feel all the feels and ask the important questions in hard seasons of my life or my career or my marriage, I won't grow into the person that I want to be. I won't learn the lessons that I need to learn. I won't become a more compassionate human being. And I won't get to hopefully serve you with what I'm learning. And truly, I also know I'm not going to set the type of example that I want to set for our future kids if they constantly see me reframing things, telling them they have to be positive all the time, because sometimes life is hard. And that's okay. You know what I mean? And, you know, whenever I'm committed to something, I'll just tell you this is just a random thing that I do, but I have to make it bigger than I, than me. Just like then if the problem that I'm facing feels like it's only a solution for me, it's hard for me to feel like I want to raise the necessity to lean into the hard. So if you feel as if you're navigating a hard season right now, making it bigger than you is such a powerful way to show up for it. So like I often make my problems and me navigating through these problems about you too. Like this podcast community. This is why I lean so much into why I'm so open with you. If you've never listened to this podcast before, you're like, damn, this girl is saying a lot of stuff that I would not say that I'd only say to my diary. That's because I think of us like we're friends. So I want to make it bigger than me. I want to make it about you too. I want to make these lessons that I'm learning, you know, helpful, hopefully for you. And I want you to feel like you've got a girlfriend that's like, hey, I'm just keeping it real with you. I'm not trying to pretend like my issues all together, right? But really what I wanted to share with you is on this trip, I first started reading Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty because it just felt like it was the right thing. You know, like we're in Thailand, I should read this book. But then I just started to crave a really juicy page turner, like a good story by the pool, you know? So I read Love Warrior by Glennon Doyle. And if you're not familiar with Glennon, she is an absolutely incredible author. She's also the author of the book Untamed, which is super popular. You've probably heard about that book. I've actually read it before. But this version of this book, Love Warrior, is the first book. And then Untamed came afterwards. So now I got to read Untamed again because, you know, it's just the whole sequence of all of it. Anyways, I couldn't recommend this book more. But I actually blocked off a page that I wanted to read to you. Okay. So 
She says, oh my God, what if the transporting is keeping me from transformation? What if my anger, my fear, my loneliness were never mistakes, but invitations? What if in skipping the pain, I was missing the lessons? Instead of running away from my pain, was I supposed to run toward it? Perhaps pain was not a hot potato after all, but a traveling professor. Maybe instead of slamming the door on pain, I need to throw open the door wide and say, come in, sit down with me, and don't leave until you've taught me what I need to know. I never let myself trust love because I never let myself trust pain. What if pain, like love, is just a place brave people visit? What if both require presence and being still? If this is true, then maybe instead of resisting pain, I need to resist the easy buttons. Maybe my reliance on numbing is keeping me from the two things I was born for, learning and loving. I could go on hitting easy buttons until I die and feel no pain, but the cost of that decision could be that I'll never learn, love, or truly be alive. Oh, drops of mic, right? That's okay. Again, Love Warrior. That was page 201, Glennon Doyle. So good. But truly, it's like our our culture is teaching us that if things are hard, something's wrong with us. And I wanted to share that particular like passage with you because it's so true when you really think about it. We live in this world where society and then in turn, we, we ourselves are trying to press easy buttons. Society is trying to sell us easy buttons, quick fixes to all of our problems, and then tell us that if we feel sad or if life feels hard or we feel alone, that something's wrong with us. So instead, they can sell us, take this pill, buy this product, then you'll feel better. You're, you're going to escape the hard. But sometimes the hard teaches us something that we can't learn by constantly pressing easy buttons, right? So- I guess I just really want you to know that if you're in a hard season, you're not alone. Nothing's wrong with you, but you might be looking square in the eyes of an opportunity to grow and connect on a deeper level than you could have ever imagined and really teach yourself something that you could never learn if you weren't exactly where you need to be right now. Like I actually do think that there's going to be a future version of you that's going to look back on this season right now that feels hard and notice that you chose to lean into it instead of running away from it, which would have been easier. I'm asking you friend to friend to pick the harder result now to get a better result later. The harder choice now to get a better result later. And to close this out, I I mean, it just feels right. I got to leave you with a Glennon quote, okay? This is from the same book. You're not supposed to be happy all the time. Life hurts and it's hard, not because you're doing it wrong, but because it hurts for everybody. Don't avoid the pain. You need it. It's meant for you. Be still with it. Let it come. Let it go. And let it leave you with the fuel you're You'll burn to get your work done on this earth. I love you. I'm rooting for you always. We're literally in this together. I'm just sitting here over, you know, telling you all my stuff, okay? Um, Please let me know if this episode was helpful for you. Feel free to tag me on Instagram at the time that this episode is released. I'm going to be on a huge flight, 20 hours. So if you're listening to this in real time, I'd love to hear what's going on in your world. And I'll talk to you soon. 
Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.